Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and relocates Sky to a cabin in the woods for every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. I'm Alicia Thayer. And I'm Al Rodriguez, and today we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 14, Love in the Time of Hydra. Ooh. <laughs> Which originally <laughs> premiered March 24th, 2015. And uh, as always, here's our IMDb summary. Uh, the team are bewildered by a recent shocking revelation as they face a difficult decision. Meanwhile, Bobby and Mac declare their loyalty to Hunter, and Ward and Agent 33 take care of a private matter. Bum, we shouldn't have copied bum, straight. Bum. Oh, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have copied straight from INDB because reading it out loud, you realize that they shit. didn't. Huh? It doesn't tell you shit. No, not that. It's like Bobby and Mac declare their loyalty to Hunter. They're not loyal to Hunter, but that's no. how it sounds like. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. um, by the way, <laughs> I totally knew you were going to say something about Sky in the Cabin. I was like, and yep, there it is. Yep. <laughs> Which is why no laughter this week, because I was like, wait, I know what Fine. he's going to say. Fine. <laughs> you, got, you guys have to figure out, because I always try to do something with a R or a re at the beginning of it to oh, go with right. review and rewatch. Mm. It was kind of hard. <laughs> That one probably not so much, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So shall we go into this? Sure. All right. So I split it up into three storylines this time because basically that's what we had. So it made it really easy on me. So, uh, and as we start the story, uh, we, or start the show, uh, we see Ward and Agent 33's return, which is weird because I was wondering where the fuck they were. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> And I broke the streak. <laughs> yep. You made it, what, three or four episodes? It was more like five. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, we see them at a diner. Tony, mm-hmm. how do you want to take that? Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about the diner first. Okay. This was filmed in the same diner from uh, Pulp Fiction, if you've ever seen that movie. I'm assuming have, either. But like once. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you ever yeah, uh, tried a kahuna burger? <laughs> uh, in the movie, it's uh, Roth. Um, can't remember his first name. It's not Eli Roth. It's a different Roth. The guy who plays Abomination and Nick Fury are in this scene where they... Um, Eli... Not Eli Roth. Uh, Abominations uh, <laughs> and his girlfriend pretty much do this. They hold up a um, the diner. So yeah, it's the same place where that very famous scene. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. So, my like the the comment that I really had for this was, why did they have to be so um, public about it about the kidnapping? Um, I, yeah, I was why? really surprised on that. Like, I, I I kind of forgot the majority of the episode, so I was thinking, oh, maybe something happens later at the end. Maybe there was a reason. Um, but I nope. We get to the end of the episode, and no, there's no reason. They just needed to. Yeah, I was like, they they both did Hydra or Shield equivalent, and uh, pretty sure they know how to be stealthy about kidnapping somebody. Oh yeah, <laughs> diner not necessary. Holding up the diner not necessary. 
True. One thing I did like about this scene, though, is uh, with Agent 33 having uh, May's face, you really get to see, like, Ming-Na Wen, the actress who plays May, her, like, acting range. Mm-hmm. Since usually she's just this stoic, super serious woman. Mm-hmm. But here she's act- she's like meek and nervous and stuff, which is... Yeah, it's a little weird take on May. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little no. off-putting there. Yeah, but no laughter, though. I mean, come on. No. No Still scary not. laughter. No, yeah, that's true. That, that is a little weird. Not gonna lie. All right. So they basically hold up the diner to take the a, a doctor. I'm gonna assume he's a doctor or he's a scientist of which I think worked on the original mask. At a minimum, he do... probably has a doctorate. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty close. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, that, that works but right, he's like he's like ross from friends he just walks around saying hi i'm a doctor and then his friends are like you're not a real doctor yeah you're a dinosaur <laughs> doctor <laughs> when you gotta think i think enough of friends to notice that yeah at, at least like 45 percent of the people in the mcu are doctors so to be fair <laughs> there's a pretty good like chance of them getting a doctor i feel like we've had this discussion about doctors yeah there are a lot of doctors. We talked about a few weeks ago when we were talking about Tony's doctorate, which yes. he never brings up either. Doctorates. Yeah. And we know Banner's he got a few. He brings it up when, when, when he's annoyed with other people bringing it up. Well, yeah. In the movies, he doesn't bring it up yet. Yeah. Yet. Doctor Strange, Doctor Sky's dad. Doctor A lot Banner. of doctors. Doctor Fitz, Doctor Simmons. Doctor Reed. Yeah. Of course. He's not technically in the MCU yet. Gotta say yet. (laughs) They're still working on that. Dr. Hank McCoy, a.k.a. The Beast. Dr. Doom. Also not in the universe yet. No. Lots of doctors. All right, we can move on. We're assuming this guy is a doctor. (laughs) So they kidnap this guy, and he fixes the mask. At least makes it so she can have a normal-looking face. Yeah, with the weird laser thingy, which yeah. I don't know how that works. Uh, you got me. I, I got. I don't know either. But uh, after that, we he says something, and she flips out, but releases him. And then we see that he's not there later when Ward comes back, and he says he had to make sure the doctor didn't talk. Oh, now, yeah, does he that mean? Him. I was like, does that mean he <laughs> killed him, or did he like? be like you're never going to speak of this or so help me and I was no like, i'm assuming it's ward he killed him i was like I, that's what i was assuming too. i was like um ward what was that was that necessary like mm-hmm. he was like whatever shield or hydra needs and i was like so he's not really picky on this you, you probably could have let him live yeah yeah so well especially because kidnapping him he i mean they already kind of told everyone there hey wards around because i'm assuming that shield has some kind of surveillance program in play right i we don't see it but i i assume they probably have something since shield had it before the fall Mm -hmm. are you saying like surveillance on this doctor no i meant surveillance on like um oh there was a robbery uh let's just automatically get the tape that was in evidence in some computer hacky uh, way and then scan it for anyone we're looking for like maybe ward mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Although that makes me think, even though I misunderstood you, it makes me think maybe that's why they got him at the diner. Maybe this guy's on like shield watch list because he knows how to use the masks or fix the masks. And so his house and job might be under surveillance. So he has to, they have to get him in a public place. I mean, I guess, but it, it just, it feels weird that they didn't grab the guy like walking into the diner, passing an alleyway or something. There's a ton of those mm -hmm. in, in the MCU, right? I, I just yeah, a lot of alleyways. alleyways I mean, no, where else are the heroes going to change into their costumes? Aren't they kind of New York-esque? There should be quite a few alleyways. Actually, we yeah. Really well, I mean, I are. figure. I think Pulp Fiction took place in L.A. And if this is the same diner as Pulp Fiction, it must be in L.A. <laughs> there are enough alleyways in L.A. I was there recently enough to be like, yeah, alleyway, 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 alleyway. <laughs> Captain America would get beat up in that alleyway and that alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrible, but true. <laughs> All right. So from there. Uh, Ward leaves again and says he's going to go basically do something for Agent 33, uh, which we we have no idea what it is, but he comes back to uh, Tony? Did he come back to me? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, run, run. No, he, he, come, he, <laughs> he comes back and um, Agent 33 is wearing Sky's face. It's creepy. Right? That was, yeah. yeah, that was a little weird. I, uh, I um, it reminded me of a non MCU movie, but another superhero movie in X Men Two, when Mystique is trying to seduce uh Wolverine by changing into first Jean and then Storm and then Rogue. Right. And it's just as creepy, especially when he turns into Rogue because he's more right? like a father figure. I was like, and I think she was was she she was underage still at that point, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, because she was in high school. I mean, assuming the school only goes up to high school. But yeah. Um, but another thing I really like about this is when she has someone else's face on, you mm -hmm. can still hear Agent 33's like, original face mixed in with their voice because of the yeah. glitch in the mask. I was going to say, didn't he fix that glitch? He fixed what it looks like, but they call it, um, you can hear kind of a mixture between Sky and Agent 33's voice. Um, oh. when she's wearing that, and then they call out later when she's infiltrating Talbot's place. Uh, the guy says, "What's wrong with your voice? Do you oh, have a cold?" Oh, that's true. Yeah, they did yeah. call about that. Call that out. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a cool little detail. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that that scene, um, that she just didn't know what Talbot's wife sounded like. Yeah. No, I thought that. Oh, yeah. That's true. I don't know where she would have. No, because oh. there had to be enough interviews because talbot's kind of military famous it should have been at least a couple of interviews especially after dealing with shield fall of shield and stuff mm -hmm. that his wife would have been around that they probably could have looked up yeah and i i definitely could hear like an electronic interference and you can you can hear it's like is there something off about her voice maybe i'm wrong about it being a combination between may and skies but it's not a full regular voice mm -hmm. right oh okay well, cool all right, so, so from after the one of the, one of the other though, things. Oh, go for it. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh, I was just gonna no, say like no, no. during this scene. Um, so I and I forget when exactly it happened. So I think it was the scene. Um, it, so it there's so there's a point where where Ward is trying to um, um, what is it? Uh, 
she she's like not sure of herself right agent 33 is like oh why are you doing this to help me all this stuff i don't really deserve it blah 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 um mm-hmm. and so ward is kind of giving her this this uh chat of uh oh yeah you know it's it's all right you know you just kind of have to go through this redemption like when i visited my family and they were so surprised to see me we really dug in and expressed our feelings <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i mean the way right? he's I was saying like... that i <laughs> Now, I, I know he's trained kind of for this, and he's probably done stuff like that before to, to just convince someone to do what he wants them to do, but he really sounds like he's just as crazy as, as uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Sky's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like his turn of phrase. Pick him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Dr. Sky dad did not get picked by Sky. No. <laughs> she was stuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And to be fair, she was kind of stuck with Ward for a while. I mean, it's not like she chose to go to Shield originally. Yeah, she did choose our. I don't know how much of a, a choice in the story, but she did fall in love with him or get infatuated with him. Yeah, I was gonna say, she was infatuated. I don't know that she was in love. Yeah, yet. yeah, but either way, she made that choice. Yeah, she could have. Nope, there weren't any other options. I was gonna say, uh, Fitz, I guess. <laughs> I love Fitz. He's so adorable. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but not uh, not for Sky. <laughs> he was a little creepier when Sky first got there. Yeah, yeah, he was Yeah. That that was bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, so from the reassuring though, we go to invading Talbot's base, which we were kinda already talking about, where we get mm-hmm. um Talbot interrogating the female soldiers after he realizes that it's not his wife that he let into the building. Tony? Yeah. Um, well, we've got the the questions because he knows that um, that Agent 33 is there, but she could be any, in his mind, any woman. We find out soon that she could be anybody. But um, As long as she can hide her boobs, she's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she goes, and he starts asking them questions. And just like running down the questions, he asks the first woman, you go to school with my son, or your daughter goes to school with my son, right? And then she doesn't have a daughter. Okay, decent question. Right. Um, and then the next question is, like, Lieutenant, when was the last time I got your name right? And she goes, never, sir. That's a really unusual question that there could only literally be one answer to. Because uh, he's not going to come, she's not going to come out and say, well, you got my name right 13 times. It's either never or I, always right. it's 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 also the same pattern as the question he just asked mm-hmm. right because he, he he just asked oh your your daughter gonna you know all, that whole thing right and the person was like well, i don't have a daughter okay goes to the next person same answer i never blah 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 right like it's like right? he, he couldn't shake it's it up like, with actually I getting a fact right? well yeah. yeah i was like yeah yeah well, the first question is okay because if it was Agent Thirty Three, she would play along. Yeah, of course they're like friends, or they're in the same class, or something like that. And then, oh, you're caught. <laughs> but this one, like, there's only one obvious answer if you ask that question. But my big problem is Meredith. He grabs Meredith's face, right? Which mm-hmm. as uh, audience member were like, oh, he got her because he was using her. She, uh, Agent Thirty Three was using Meredith's face earlier. But what yeah. the hell did Talbot see? Because this is a real Meredith, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a 
plot that is like, dude, either your face is crapped up or, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, your face is crooked. <laughs> Bad it would be really bad if she had, that? like, one lazy eye. <laughs> and let's face it, um, if that had been Agent 33, she would have taken his butt out if he tried to do that. Oh, the 100%. She thought she, would, she thought she was exposed, she would have taken him out. Yeah, but at least they've got all the other trained military people in the room. I mean, she's just an agent. She would have escaped. People, I was like, just because they're military people doesn't mean they're trained in takedown. Like, I get this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but um, I know quite a few military people that, that like, they had the basic training. That's about it. Yeah. But it's also a numbers game, too, right? Like, I, I, I mean one versus that many like it's it's hard to do that and especially like you just need one of them to raise the alarm in some way and then true like, but she's also greatly. trained trained shield and we see may and bobby and right. what trained shield agents do so they, she'd be they, able to take they, them out easy they beat the crap mm -hmm. out of people yeah mm -hmm. and she's Pretty been much. working with ward for a while so she says that mm-hmm so, so one of the things I actually kind of wanted to bring up about this too, uh, about Talbot mm -hmm. and the mask, was that Talbot immediately knows it's the mask. Like, right? He, it's it's kind of funny because you know we we watch um, Ages of Shield and we watch all these movies and there's so many other things that it could be, but he mm -hmm. lives in the world in the MCU where it's only that one thing because he's only seen the one thing and that's yeah. like the only obvious answer. Yeah, in the wider MCU, it could be Loki doing something or right. some other Asgardian or something like that. But Talbot hasn't encountered Loki, so... No, exactly. But and I don't know that he really encountered any Asgardians yet, right? No, then that's the exact point, not. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, he, 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 his, in his world, like, the stuff he in sees... His little he, corner of the MCU... Yeah, exactly. He's only seen. He's like he knows this they exist, but he thing. hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you you see like Coulson. Yeah, I mean Coulson will have. If this happens to Coulson, he should have like seven different things it could possibly be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh we uh we find out well, we kinda already knew from when Ward had returned what they're going after, and that was uh the Hydra guy Bakshi, right? Bakshi? Yeah. Bakshi? Yep. Bakshi. Whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the composer. Um, and a a the girl version of the composer. Bak she yeah <laughs> all right then anyway so they basically they pretty much uh, we don't see it but i'm gonna guess they easily get in we know that they get to him but they get him out easily which is mildly scary considering how they got in they were pretty easily discovered but they get out with mm -hmm. him which by that time the alarms kind of raised that that shouldn't really be as easy as they they lead us to believe uh yeah. but we uh we know that they go back to wherever they're staying and have set him up to do the exact same stuff that basically he and whitehall did to agent 33 and uh he asks if his if he complies will he be rewarded and she goes 
not going to matter. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it's not really going to matter. Right. I wonder if that messes up the um, hypnotism thing. Like, yeah. I imagine the hypnotism is like, tries to convince them, oh, if I do this, everything's going to work out for me. But now she's straight up told them, it's not going to work out for you. Uh, I yeah, don't know I that the they're really hypnotizing thought. him. I think they're well, just the, kind of doing the torture. I mean, the the yeah. the reason that I I thought I mean that's I guess that's true. If they're just trying to torture him, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. like as far as the hypnotism goes, like what we see the other times is like you know they they say the phrase and then you know that's one of the things. Like it's if if they're not repeating that phrase, and I don't I, unless that's what they repeat every time. Will my, uh, will my, uh, uh, what was the phrase? Obedience be rewarded? As long as every compliance. time they say not real. Oh, compliance. There you go. Will my mm-hmm. compliance be rewarded? As long as every time they say the same thing, not really, they're probably good. Not really. Because Hydra is that honest. You know what? Yeah. It won't be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we rewind back to the beginning of the episode? Uh, I don't know. That's, I don't know if it's exactly the beginning of the episode, but we can go yeah. back. We can do the, do we have a rewind noise? We will now to say, let's rewind. (laughs) I'm going to use that every time. Okay. All right. (laughs) And we'll go on to Hunter's kind of storyline-esque thing. It's a little weird, but all right. Um, And we see him in a conference room with, is Mac already there? Yeah, Mac's already there, isn't he? I think he walks in late. No, Bobby walks in later. Yeah, Max there. Yeah. Okay, so Max there, and uh, other people show up. Tony. Yeah, we get the quote unquote the real Shield leaders. Mm. Which um I will talk about that later because or maybe it's the next episode. But one of the one of the episodes, I have I have issues with their uh, line of how they're working things. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's definitely uh, cons and some pros, but mostly cons for the real mm-hmm. shields. But mm-hmm. we'll get there. So yeah, we see uh, at least one person we already know. We see Agent Weaver, who was the head yep. of the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, she played by Christine Adams, as we know. She's in uh, one episode of Doctor Who. Uh, one uh, Alicia's actually seen from the Ninth Doctor. Oh, I love the Ninth Doctor. Yeah, the episode where she, uh, people snap their fingers and their heads open up. She's the person who like tells them all the details about the heads uh, opening up and stuff like that. The episode with Simon right. Pegg in it. And, and then she's also apparently in Black Lightning, uh, the, one of the newer CW superhero shows, which I have yet to watch. But We also get um, Agent Oliver, uh, Mark Allen Stewart who voices a character named Lou in Legend of Korra, and he's mostly a voice actor. I have not seen that yet. It's on my list of sh- stuff to watch. Yeah, I've got... I'm actually re-watching uh, Avatar, and I'll get to Korra soon. I never finished that, so I should go watch that too. <gasps> yeah, you should. Yeah, I got... um Tangent. I got uh, the complete series on Blu-ray for my birthday. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, happy belated um, birthday, by the way. I know we didn't. Oh, thank you. Here. And then I think this comes out in September or October, so way belated since my birthday's in August. But whatever. Right. But <laughs> I agree. I told you happy birthday close enough to your actual birthday. I just figured the podcast should know. Yeah, a couple months later. Anyway, all right. 
Hey. We, <laughs> we also get uh, Agent Calderon, um, played by David Acevedo, who's actually kind of a semi-bigger actor. He uh, was in uh, Fringe. He was in a couple episodes of Arrow. But also, I knew him from, he's in uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes as one of the main human characters. He's pretty much the guy who sets off all the problems in the movie. And then, uh, right. (laughs) And then we get, um, uh, agent or Gonzalez, I guess he, they don't call him agent because I guess he used to be, uh, in charge of everybody, but he wasn't, they don't really have a director because it's a democracy apparently. Um, but he's played by Edward James Olmos, who's most famous for playing uh, Captain Adama, Commander Adama in Battlestar Galactica, the main character of that. Hmm. Yeah. Which is, I highly recommend. I love that I show like back when there. All the things I have not seen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see um, either of the Blade Runner movies? Uh, Go say a no. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. He plays a gaff, a pretty big character in that. Telling two. me the names of the characters is going to be even worse. Okay. What was the movie like? What what happened in the movie is probably going to be your better option. Than oh, do you know what happened in Blade Runner? It's a Harrison Ford movie about Harrison Ford is a guy who hunts uh, robot people nope. in like the far distant future of 2017 or 2019. Nope. <laughs> Yeah. Haven't okay. seen it. <laughs> Another sci-fi That's classic. New one on me. New one on me. <laughs> so as soon as you said Harrison Ford, I was like the only movie I've seen him in is Star Wars. And Indiana Jones, I hope. Oh yeah, that one too. Okay. You're not an Air Force One fan? That was a fun movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I like that. Um, How about Regarding Henry? I really enjoy that movie. <laughs> I never heard of it. You got me. I don't it's possible I've seen Air Force One. I think I vaguely recall that one. Uh but uh, I don't know the other one. Uh, Fugitive? Witness? Come on. <laughs> Harrison Ford's an amazing actor. We should just... Uh, I'm sure he is. Just I'm starting up Harrison Ford Rewind. Movies. Let's go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be the control group again. Got started. Uh, you know how irritating it is to be the control group, by the way? To not watch the, all the episodes and just complete the season? <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> especially because normally we watch these two at a time and so i get like one episode like this one where it's like okay this kind of was nice carefully encompassed and we had some things that i expect to happen the next episode but like the next episode we watched i was like wait what oh okay i want to know what happens next i'm not allowed to watch it but i want to know what happens next remind me we gotta do a called it corner next episode if i remember all right, but we back to this episode. Called it corner next this episode, and just well, I just can't equate for next episode. No, we'll do it. We'll do it next episode, so okay. it'll be fresher. All right, but back to this. Uh, uh yeah, we finish this episode. We'll record the next one. Okay. <laughs> um. So we uh we see that Hunter gets to meet all these new high up real shield leaders and he acts just how i thought he would and he mm-hmm. is quippy and snarky and, and he reveals he's a harry potter fan 
right? I was like, Hufflepuffs. I was like, yes. He says a couple <laughs> different things, and I was like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like, he does the female Thomas Jefferson line, and I was like, hey, I get that. <laughs> I just did a show called 1776 with an all-female cast where we had a female Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that reminds me of that person. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to be fair, uh, the other shield, or as it, I'll just call them the real shield, um, mm -hmm. they have valid reasons for distrusting Coulson. He uh, got I don't Hartley know and they... Trip killed. No, um, see, I. In I, from their Hartley point of view, Hartley was already gonna die. Hartley touched the thing. Well, yeah, but if it wasn't for his um, his obsession with the obelisk, Hartley would never have been near the thing. That's what they're saying. But yeah, and the th obelisk I mean, wasn't is... his fault. That he was trying to keep it away from Hydra. You didn't want Hydra having that. So what was the real shield going to do? Were they going to go after themselves? It's a it's a backwards argument. Oh, he was obsessed with that because, oh, wait, we didn't want the enemy to use it to destroy the world, which they were already doing. They'd already sent out those little bombs and bombed that wedding. Yeah, so... Maybe they're thinking the damage was already done. You just let this Hartley die for no reason. And to go back to Hartley, which is Agent Xena, for those who don't remember. Right. Um, wouldn't Hart like, right after Hartley's death, be the perfect time to bring Hunter in? When he's right. distraught and angry about yeah, her loss? Like, come on, people. Think. Right. <laughs> but yeah they say they say that colson's compromised and they use that for one of the reasons and that one bothers me immensely the the alien blood thing i'm like okay i can see where you're antsy about that but unless you're actually talking to him which you're not and besides the writing which got fixed yeah but like there's the nothing to be compromised over anymore the well, definition they of compromise though is kind of um, having outside forces having influence on you. And literally until, I don't know, from their point of view, like three weeks ago, he was going all alien crazy. So, I thought it was before that. Well, it three, took them that, a long time to find the, the city. They did, but he, but he was doing it all because he found, he had the stuff in his blood. So that, he was compromised. Um, well, yeah, at that point, but until, until he found the writing that which i assume was at least a couple months ago because that's the way it looks from certain things he wasn't compromised anymore so i feel like the only thing they're they're complaining about now is the a the alien dna that's in his blood which if the dna works how if our dna works how it's supposed to unless fury found some way to fusion that dna into his own dna it's gone. Well, we don't understand how DNA works in the MCU, first of all, because w the metamolecules from last time, or macromolecules, that doesn't make any sense at all. Right, Just but DNA that, put on we, DNA. we know that was a magic-y sort of thing. That could have potentially... The magic thing I get can change, change the DNA. My problem is what they injected Coulson with doesn't... The, as far as I know, the... We haven't experienced anything besides the serum in mm -hmm. Steve Rogers that has changed DNA. And even then, I'm not sure it changed his DNA as much as it 
expanded on features that were already there and that they had vita rays to go with it just straight up injecting it into his bloodstream i don't think changes it no you're right it would have worked out of a system already so you're right but you gotta think of it from the real shield's point of view they don't have all the information they have mac is still angry at colson just a couple episodes ago about what happened um you just we're they don't have all the information that we have so if you're yeah, looking at this which, from the outside which i get it, but my problem is they don't have any evidence either that corresponds to it changing his dna nobody else that's injected anything into their bloodstream that has powers that we that they would know of because i do know there's one has been changed by that they're just antsy because a colson got brought Mm -hmm. back to life and b got injected with alien dna which by all accounts should be out of his system by now it's it 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 makes no sense for me to like if they want to talk about compromise they should be more comp they should be more commenting on his compromisation with sky than they should be with the alien dna and him getting brought back to life well they also bring that up they do bring no they bring sky up because sky and arena Right, they bring up Sky because Sky A is now known to be enhanced, but they don't they don't really bring up the fact that besides mentioning that Colson and Sky A have more of a bond than most, that it's a comprom- it, he's compromised because of that. That's where I would get on that one. So it's like, okay, you want to talk about compromised? He has an actual enhanced person at this point because they don't know she's alien who he is very close with that's a compromised thing mm-hmm. but they yes. don't they don't they don't go on that so their arguments for him being compromised make me feel like they really just want to take over which they kind of do well they do but yeah i mean he is compromised by the alien blood i mean it controlled his mind and who's who's to say it won't happen again on from their point of view uh, that I get, but it hasn't yeah. happened in, in quite a few months, so I, I don't... I get that, but they should really worry about that when that comes up. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's, well, it's only that's... been like a few weeks. Yeah, it hasn't like, been Like, months. since the mid-season finale? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely in their only time. been a few weeks. Yeah. Can we track that appropriately? Uh, I mean, I don't think they say days, but we can kind of guess based on Because I thought um, from Sky. when he found... We we can guess based on Sky because, like, she doesn't really have a handle on things, and like I assume that over time, you know, she'd get a little bit of, of practice. Even though at the beginning she was kind of hiding things, but um, mm-hmm. like that—that's my assumption. Well, like she was not going to go three well, months before. Bef- right. Well, before she had the powers, though, from the time that he found the guys. 3d model of the writings versus getting to the actual change for sky i feel like was a longer time because they were having so much issue finding it they had to go plan and break into a place with the the satellite data and then they still had to deal with a um trip healing from the gunshot wound stab wound whatever dr sky's dad did which is not a fast heal. Well, there's nothing to say that he was healed at that time. He could still have um, bandages. Enough to be and... for active, de- active duty. 
Well, when you only got like six uh, named characters that they put on everything, you've right. got but, you've only got a few. But um, he didn't look like he was having issue and replacing that much blood. Even if they had a blood transfusion thing, it's still going to take him time to recover. Yeah, but I mean, we can definitely say that he is under the influence of the alien stuff up until it, the uh, they find the temple, because his whole motivation to do this is partially from the alien blood. No, the motivation to find the temple at that point is they know that it connects to the. They find out when they find the uh, the thing that the diviner finds that the diviner leads to the temple. They just wanted to find out the the um, what it what the writing meant. They found it was a city. While finding out there was a city, they encountered Doctor Sky's dad, which mm -hmm. told him that the diviner was supposed to be going to the temple. Well, I think if they, they just let out. the if if there was no Hydra. Um, there was if there was no hydra time pressure and they said all right we'll put this on the back burner we don't have to find the temple now i think right. colson would have started showing some symptoms of wanting to go and find the temple I'm i think that's sure, the point because he didn't I, have a diviner and he's not one of the people that would be that would be the uh the um, would have transformed would yeah would have transformed i think it's because he has the dna in him the Cree DNA, because... Um, but if we argue, we, if we take my argument again about how the DNA should have already worked out of a system... There's no proof that, that it should case. be out of a system. Right, there's, but there isn't, there isn't it proof that there, it's in his system. I Yeah, there is <laughs> him him doing all the um, stuff to find it. That's proof enough. Yeah, there was proof that his, at a minimum, his mind I, I can, I, I can, with, I can right? have an argument like does, against that it, one. It, it doesn't matter if his DNA was messed with or not. His mind was definitely messed with. He he had all this yes. stuff. Like he was Which, definitely so he was compromised. a different person. Yeah. Well, no, like, no, I'm not it, disagreeing at that time he wasn't compromised. My problem is I don't think the DNA is there. What I think is because the Cree were the we see it in the people in the the that were that are bloodline related to those who were originally transformed. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, we know that that they have the powers, but who's to say that some form of their those that didn't transform or were experimented on but never transformed fully don't have some form of uh DNA passed on mind thing about the writing, and that Coulson's just one of those, and it's not the DNA that that, that might that was injected in his blood that's still that you we think is still there but perhaps the dna originally injected to his blood unlocked whatever was in his mind and that just kept that going and the mm -hmm. dna faded away but the mind was still unlocked yeah that's that's fine my argument is whether he was compromised or not which even after oh, the no. dna is out of the system uh he was i compromised. agree he was compromised at that point. all right then we're that's good my argument is... <laughs> <laughs> my argument is he's not now I still think he is, but the important thing, so does the I, real shield. I the think he's shield. compromised for a different reason, but that's that's separate. So. Okay. <laughs> and now <laughs> 20 minutes anyway, of this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we, uh, after that, the other storylines <laughs> happen, and uh, we go, come back to basically Bobby and Hunter chatting alone. And mm -hmm. we discover that 
we discover more about their marriage slash whatever happened between them and it was like a whirlwind fairy tale but or whirlwind romance but like roller coaster bobby yeah yeah roller coaster ride but bobby was completely just using him for for uh shieldy stuff info yeah yeah for info and he's she basically is doing it again and he's not happy with that and he's like i'm gonna leave and she promises not to not to fight him on leaving but that everyone else will mm-hmm um, Tony, you had a thought on this? Yeah, ra- uh, just a random thought. Uh, we get He escapes, or he escapes the room at least, and runs yes. down the halls and runs through the um the command post, which has no guards for some reason. Right, but I was like, um... He opens the door and finds out he's on an aircraft carrier. He's on a it, boat. Was it a helicarrier? I just, uh, I wasn't sure, because I was like, is it the well, helicarrier? Is it just a Navy ship? What it, What is it? I mean, they... To my memory... I might be wrong. I might be proven wrong later. I don't think it flies in um, the show. But, so, uh, I have one huh. minor theory that perhaps it is a helicarrier. Well, let me finish this thought first. Yep, go for they're it. Not, they're not flying. Okay, so at, no. it's essentially right now, it's a boat as of right yes. now. I mean, I have not been on a boat very often, but I have gone houseboats when I was younger and stuff like that. When you're on a boat, you feel the swaying. Do you yes. think Hunter would realize that something was off? You would like if, even if he's in that little room and unconscious or blindfolded or whatever, you would have figured that. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, Just... I, I I don't know for certain, but I think when you get to something that size, mm-hmm. you don't really feel it as much. Like I've I've never been on a cruise, but I I think when you're on a cruise, you like you you do feel it, but it's like. Way less than if you were on a houseboat, right? Because it's so much bigger. Yeah. I think that's it. And it depends how choppy the waters are, because I know the waters on the sea can be really, mm-hmm. can be, are not often, can be really smooth. And so they may not, they, it may not be choppy at the time he's on the ship. Okay. I'm not I'm saying just, it isn't, but. I'm just a little skeptical of this. His no, surprise. I agree with you. That, that's a very rare occurrence. <laughs> But we are not I, seafaring folk. So no. <laughs> I like the water, but I won't get in the sea. <laughs> the sea scares me. There are things that will eat me. Like krakens. Like krakens. <laughs> anyway, so want to hear my theory for uh, it being the helicarrier? Yes. Okay, so the next movie we're encountering is Age Ultron, yes? Mm-hmm. We know that in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier that the new helicarriers were destroyed and we assume that anything else that was in that big old bunker with the rest of them uh is also destroyed mm-hmm. so there we know that in ultron the fury shows up to rescue the people of sokovia with a helicarrier where did the helicarrier come from my theory is that this is the one that they have currently it's like okay. the last remaining one I will neither confirm nor deny it, but I will tell you, you will get an answer. Hey, does this mean called it corner? Can I call it? Um, can I call sure, it? Sure, sure, you can call it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That makes me okay. So. All right. Yeah, and then that Hunter. Was my 
Hunter disappears <laughs> into what a like sub escape pod. Yeah, sub escape pod, which apparently he has no control over where it lands. Yeah, we don't find that out until later. <laughs> yeah, sure. well, I mean, it's it's a good thing that I. Damn it! All right, I was trying to make a joke. I just didn't get the uh, get a good setup. Never mind. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say something about them wanting to shoot down the escape pod, but there were no life signs in there for some odd reason. It was weird. Yeah, and you gotta save ammo. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a short story in this like 40th anniversary Star Wars book that totally explains why they don't shoot that. Which <laughs> I don't is, know if we have time it, for uh, another tangent. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, what the hell? So, uh, <laughs> I want to know. I'm curious. Apparently, because of stormtroopers' terrible aim, they give uh, bonuses to uh, stormtroopers and other Imperials for high um, kill percentages with their shots. And if there's no life signs, they're not going to waste a shot and lower their percentage, even if they do take it down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yep. <laughs> also, like Alicia broke her streak at the beginning of this episode by cursing, you also, Tony, broke your streak by talking about Star Wars. I think you went one or two episodes. You know what? I'm fine <laughs> with it. it was... I, it's not something I'm trying to avoid. It long. <laughs> In fact, I think it's a failure that there's been one or two episodes that I haven't talked about Star Wars. So. Right. <laughs> uh. All right, on to the third storyline. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I, I did want to mention one last yep, thing. Go for it. Um, so when Hunter was escaping, um, you know how he, he kind of got through the amount of people fairly easily? I kind of yeah. wonder if, like, there's just a lot less people because there's their smaller shield, just like Coulson's shield, right? Like, they only have 20 oh, people so and they're people. all always in the hallway or something. Right. <laughs> you gotta think there's I mean, gotta be more because they've got to keep either an aircraft carrier or a helicarrier going. So you gotta think they've got to have at least more people. They're just always busy. Mm-hmm. Less guards, that kind of thing. You're, yeah. you're probably trusting them a lot more considering that these are the people who stuck around after Shield fell. Yeah, true. True, true. That's all it. Right. That's all I had. Okay. Okay. So. Onwards to the third storyline, which will eventually kind of meet up with our second storyline, but we'll get there. Uh, hmm. We get uh, Sky, Fitz, and uh, Simmons. The real shield in... shield. The what? The real real shield. Yes, Not like sure. the fake real shield. All right, continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we get Sky, Fitz, and Simmons in the, I'm going to assume the last? Where uh, they're doing something, I don't even remember what, but because all I remember is their stupid conversation. I think they're uh, <laughs> um they're checking out her micro fractures. Oh yeah, 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 that sounds about right. Um, and uh, we get the discussion about Sky being a Hulk or a Cap or yeah. another Avengers, and Simmons being a jerk and saying she didn't want another Hulk, and Fitz is completely in favor of there being another Hulk because Hulk saved the world. It's and true. It, He's not wrong. And it, <laughs> right? And it makes me wonder. I was like, does is like the Hulk fits his favorite Avenger? <laughs> he might be. Right? I mean, he's he's a meek scientist who becomes like a super person who saves the world. 
And well, as of this time, he hasn't destroyed South Africa yet. So, <laughs> um, I, I just like to say, if I'm not choosing my favorite character and I'm just choosing my favorite good guy, the Hulk is mine. Yeah. He is my favorite, favorite Avenger. Favorite Avenger. Like favorite Avenger, like power set wise? Out uh, of the original Avengers, if I choose one of them, he is my favorite. I would I would throw down Thor for my favorite like power set wise, not character. <laughs> he, I, I like the, I like the uh, I like the Hulk for the and for Bruce Banner because I like the dynamic that goes on there where uh, Bruce Banner's like I don't want to be the Hulk and the Hulk's like I want to be out. God damn it. Mm hmm. Well, luckily we get to see them fight, so we can see who wins. Thor totally yeah, won. I like the conflict. <laughs> no, Thor did totally not win. <laughs> Thor totally won in uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah except not. <laughs> except for he did. It was, um, the Grandmaster uh, made him... Oh my god, we're not getting another argument. We'll talk about this during <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I stand. We'll talk about this in like two years or something. Yeah, I was say, it's going to be a while. <laughs> we have so many episodes of different TV shows to get through. Ooh, you know what we should huh. do? We should do like a whole uh, Avengers Battle Royale episode. Like Ooh. who would win in a fight versus who and who. Can I use books? No, MCU only. Right. Like, what do you mean books? Like we can't talk about the comic there's versions. Like, no, I'm not going to talk about the comic versions, but there's like the uh, D&D-esque games, which I think are Marvel sanctioned, uh, that give their power levels and stuff. MCU is different from the comic and RPG versions because a lot of them have been scaled down for like Scarlet Witch is definitely not as strong as she is in the comics, for example. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Idea anyway, for back random. Anyway, we like to argue another so Avengers discussion. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I'll pose this to you, Alicia, since you don't know what's going to happen to uh, Sky. Don't. Uh, what do you think, like, when she gets, when she is fully powered, will she be more of an arrow control monster? Will she be more of a soldier for good? Will she be a god? What kind of hero would you think she'll be? I'm throwing Iron Man out because we know she doesn't get a suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think she'll be a Hulk per se. I think she'll be more like the Bruce Banner side of her where she's like i can control my powers now but i don't want to use them because i can hurt people mm -hmm. uh so i think more likely <sighs> see if i are, are we just taking regular avengers or can i pull from other places well, yeah i mean what kind of hero is she gonna be so you can even take from dc if you want like but oh, equating God, her no. to a different hero trying to think of the the best equivalent for her because i i don't think when she powers up it'll be hulk i think she's only going to be doing to basically help people and it may be uh misguided and may still cause injury uh in which case i would say she's kind of like tony stark in that way because yeah. he does he wants to do better but he he still gets upset when he hurts people. I mean, that's why we have the Accords, so. Yeah. That's why we got freaking Ultron. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it's really hard to say. And I think I think she's more of a Thor. Yeah. 
like pre the first movie or post like post no for, first first for so a good person okay see that i'm not gonna tell you what i think because that will give spoilers for the future i'm sure it will <laughs> <laughs> all right so all right it, was that is that the only thing we were gonna say about that al yep that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> Forrest Gump style. Uh, I, I mean, the only thing I wanted to mention was uh, it was interesting that that Fitz jumps right up to Avengers, which, to be fair, I guess at this point are are the only superhero team that exists. Besides so, the uh, yeah. the other enhance they dealt with recently, which were bad guys, or or Deathlock. We've got this, the the <laughs> was it the flying talons or something like that. He's still around, isn't he? He's around. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But I'm just like, what heroes do they know about? Is they know a couple Asgardians, they know the Avengers, they know, or not heroes, but the um, super-powered people. The the Flying Talons, or whatever um, Cal's group is called. So they've got a limited amount compared to what we'll see in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, we... Uh... During this discussion, we get Sky shake the room because Fitz and Simmons are arguing, and she does calm down pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But she says she's going back to the cage. She is living in a cage, and she acknowledges this fact, and that is kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, it's sad. <laughs> anyway, um, from there we get Coulson visiting Sky in her in her cage. Um, which we discover is to take her elsewhere. Yeah, is she but the only one that calls it the cage? I, I don't know. I can't remember if that's what they called it previous episodes when they were dealing with it. So, it, it, it I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like um, she would... It's like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm going to go to my cage now. More of a thing. I don't think everyone else would have called it that. No, I don't think so either. But it may have been originally called the cage. They're just not saying that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up right now. Yes, it is called the cage. The interrogation okay. room slash holding cell known as the cage. Okay. Built with a silicon carbide vi- vibranium alloy. Interesting. All right. All right. Why so, think of that much uh, vibranium? We should get on that one later. Um, <laughs> but that's in the next episode. Uh, uh, so uh, they, Coulson and Sky, kind of have a discussion uh, it while she's still in the cage and they talk about Fitz and um, Tony. I just um, Fitz, they mentioned that Fitz uh, uh, now wants a dog. Because he but he figured out that getting a monkey is unrealistic. But I just right. want to keep going. Monkey Watch 2018. Every monkey, every Fitz uh, monkey call out. I gotta record for posterity. Yeah. So uh, I'm, it's a li- I realize my notes are a little out of order. So I'm going to do the next thing in order. And then we'll jump to the next part. Um, so we get them on the... I don't know if they're on the Quinjet or if they're on something else. No, they're the Quinjet because I see it later on the on the next to the the cabin. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> and uh, 
Coulson and, and Sky have a discussion where Coulson basically gives a backstory about Lola. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we find and, uh, out that uh, he worked on Lola with his dad. And hated it until it was done. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, I'm not a car guy. But I feel like if my dad were that type of guy, I'd probably hate it until I realize the the meaning behind it, just like Colson did. Right. Yeah. But uh, did his dad make the car fly, or was that like a shield thing? I think that's a shieldy thing. Yeah, until... I think that's probably a Tony Stark thing. Cause maybe we don't we don't know that it does that before. Yeah, yeah, we don't know that it it does that before. No, and we also don't know that uh, we he had it during Iron Man movies at all. So yeah um it's either stark thing or shield tech flies we know that nick fury's car could fly where a soldier it was just one of the many things that was broken in that uh, in the suv sure uh quick question mm-hmm. uh during the one shot or the the thor lead up one shot with the funny thing it, happened on the way to thor's hammer yeah uh what car was he driving uh black shield okay so car. it wasn't lola no. So that makes me think mm-hmm. that perhaps he got it afterward, after yeah. Thor. So after Thor, maybe after Thor, maybe he got it as one of the many things uh, Fury gave him when he brought him back to life. It's like we're going to hover convert your prize car. Maybe. I mean, he gave him a bus in his well, own team. So. <laughs> accurate. I mean, he was he was tortured back to life basically. So he probably yeah. Fury probably felt yeah. a little bad. Like, all right, let's <laughs> let's make your car fly. Fair, fair. Someone get on that. <laughs> yeah, um, I until this moment had assumed that Lola was a Howard Stark original because of his love for history and antiques. Right, but that but, was a teal car that he did originally. Well, no, but that also didn't it didn't fly um well. So I was thinking like maybe yeah. 43, 45, 1950 when he was still working on the car and got the kinks out. Mm-hmm. That was where Lola came from. Because this car is a 50s car, too. A Lola. Mm-hmm. All right. And so we get the discussion about Lola, where basically Sky figures out that she's supposed to be the Lola in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, just so we're clear, I'm Lola. And she yep. goes, well, yeah. <laughs> obviously. So I just, obviously. <laughs> which which is very telling for Sky and uh, and uh and Coulson. Coulson's relationship because how much does he care about Lola more than anything else right and more now he's Lola. equating Sky to Lola so that's mm-hmm. that's cute yeah that's cute so all right. you're as cool so as anyway, a flying car right <laughs> that's a anyway big deal. so we get to the the safe house which uh we find out has a laser fence and that Captain America stayed there after his de-icing well, yeah, you don't know if he's stable or not, and he's a super soldier who could literally kick everyone's ass. So That's you gotta make sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we also find out. Oh, I think maybe it's in the next episode. Yeah, let me double check my notes. I think what you're hinting towards is the next episode. We get another okay, then pretty I, big reveal. I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So I won't talk about that this time. Um. So, uh, what about the safe house has an Easter egg, Tony? 
Well, I was going to say the cap thing, but I was also going to say um, the gloves that she gets from Simmons, the one to help her, is a huge Easter egg to the Marvel comics, but I don't know if you want to be revealed at I this point. Like, I, I was going to say, I don't know that they really discussed the gloves this time. I mean, they get mentioned, but yeah. they don't really reveal themselves until next episode. Okay, we get a hold off, but do you want to know which Marvel character she is? Sky is. Uh, I believe my husband mentioned it, or you mentioned it to me. Somebody mentioned it to me. She's Quake, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, Lily Shield, but one of her, her, like, she doesn't have a superhero costume, but she does always wear, like, uh, elbow length gloves or gauntlets, really. But this is the first version of that. Okay. That's cool. All right, and then we get um, we kind of merge our second storyline and our third storyline here with uh, Coulson's return to the Shield base and Max's return, where he talks about kind of what was going on and how he and uh, Bobby just kind of were two ships in the night and passed each other without seeing each other, and May mm-hmm. and Coulson do not believe him. Call shenanigans shenanigans <laughs> so so yeah so um anything else for you guys to add no i'm just sad that um fitz has given up wanting a monkey i mean you need to keep your dreams alive <laughs> oh i think but otherwise i'm good <laughs> well well maybe this is one of those things like maybe it's a a, a mind game like I'm sure every month he like probably submits a request for his lab for you know new equipment, mm-hmm. and on that list is always a monkey, and they always deny the monkey. So maybe right now he's going for the dog, so he's like, oh hey, you know we can maybe haggle or something. And well, then also he, he lost memory and stuff and has issues. Technically, he should be, uh, be qualified for dog. like a he... yeah helper dog, or helper monkey. Yeah, those exist. I'm sure <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. all right anyway that all was right. all i had <laughs> yep please join us next time for agents of shield season 2 episode 15 one door closes and as always please remember to follow us on twitter at mcu underscore rewind and please give us a rating on itunes or your favorite podcast app assuming you like this otherwise uh we'll sick real shield on you or ward and Agent 33, because that's almost yeah. as bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Uh, this was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Episode 14, Love in the Time of Hydra. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. This ain't right to waste these nights at